I want to begin today with three brief stories about airline agents and frustrated customers. First story happened in the JFK airport. We'll call it the JFK story. This incident happened on our recent trip to the Holy Land. We boarded the wide-bodied plane, the kind of plane with two seats on each side and four seats in the middle. You always hope to get the seats on the side, but ours were in the middle, and seated behind us was a family of four. A quiet father, a more directive mother, and two young children, each in a car seat. And I might add, either one of them crying a lot of the time. The announcement came to prepare for takeoff, and the flight agent plodded along, checking to see that each passenger was ready for departure. When she came to the row behind us, she said, Oh, I'm sorry, but you need to strap your child into the middle seat. If you leave your child here in the aisle seat, you can't exit in case of an emergency. The mother firmly responded, My child is staying here on the aisle. I need to be next to my other child, too. Flight attendant, I'm sorry you can't do that. It's an FAA rule. Mother, well, we did it on the last flight, and we're going to do it now. Flight attendant, if you refuse to move your child to the middle seat, I'll need to get my supervisor. Supervisor comes. Ma'am, you need to move your child now. It's an FAA regulation. You're delaying our departure. Mother, I'm not going to move him. Supervisor becoming agitated. You're arguing with me. Mother getting angrier. Yes, I am, and I will not move my child. Supervisor, more agitated. If you will not move your child, I may need to ask you to leave the plane. Tempers flared. My wife and I thought the supervisor would escort the family off the plane. But both parties eventually declared a truce. The child was moved temporarily for takeoff and landing and then stayed on the aisle the rest of the flight. The second story, we'll call this one Calm Down. This happened recently over Memorial Day weekend. Flight canceled, irate customer verbally attacks airline agent, frustrated airline agent responds, calm down and let me do my work. This comment went viral. When I first read the story, I thought, well, things could have been worse. The airline agent could have lost his temper like the supervisor on our flight. But the comment to calm down triggered a social media frenzy. Why did so many react negatively to the airline agent's response? We'll leave that for a minute. Now the third story. We'll call this one the Chicago story. Both of the previous stories, the JFK story and the calm down story, caused me to reflect on another interchange I witnessed between an angry customer and an airline agent. I was waiting in line to change my ticket after my flight had been canceled, and a woman next to me leaned over the counter, almost touching the face of the agent, and began yelling at him, I don't think you get it. I've got to be in Sydney tomorrow morning, and that means tomorrow morning. The agent, totally in control, said, I'm sorry, but I've checked all flights, and it's just too late in the day. There is no flight, not on our airline or any other airline, that will get you to Sydney tomorrow morning. We will pay for your hotel this evening. We will get you to Sydney as soon as possible, but not by tomorrow morning. She kept yelling as if she hadn't heard a word he said, but the agent didn't flinch. 
He just kept apologizing and explaining. She finally settled down, but all of the onlookers felt like applauding how the agent had dealt with the situation. I felt like nominating him for some kind of employee award. The field of psychology often latches onto an idea and gives it center stage billing for a time until it yields to another idea that comes along later. One idea currently at the forefront is emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is the ability to perceive and regulate our emotions. Those with high EQ, modeled after the more normal IQ, have high amounts of empathy and emotional control. Those with a low EQ have difficulty sensing how others feel and struggle to control their anger. So why did the calm down story go viral? One journalist in a recent issue of the Inc. newsletter explained it this way. It's impossible to say for sure, but the airline employee's response probably came from an, an emotional hijack. An emotional hijack refers to what happens when the amygdala, the part of the brain that serves as our emotional processor, hijacks or bypasses the normal reasoning process, primarily in other parts of the brain. The amygdala jumps into hyperdrive when you feel an emotional threat, pushing you into a fight, flight, or freeze response, end quote. In one way, the airline agent's response was a little bit of fight and a lot of freeze. The agent did not empathize with the customer, but was more concerned about getting his work done. Neither did the agent explain what he was doing to solve the customer's problem. In the JFK story, the supervisor on our recent flight fought back. His response was impulsive. He couldn't believe that the passenger was arguing with him and he instantly argued back, quote, the fight response. The journalist who wrote about the incident in the Calm Down story summarized it this way, quote, so the next time your emotions boil over and you say or do something that you wish you could take back, remember this very real conversation from an airline employee and an unhappy customer, and do the following, so here's the important stuff. I, I like this. Reassure the customer, focus on the task at hand, and apologize. Interesting. That's exactly what the heroic Chicago agent did. He kept assuring the customer that she would be able to get to Sydney, even though it would be later than she had hoped, that they would provide lodging for her in the meantime, and that he would find a flight for her, and he apologized throughout the interchange. In an earlier episode, I explained how we, quote, make our emotions. Sometimes we feel that we are at the mercy of our emotions, that they take control of us, but we are the creators of our emotions. We decide how to react to another person's comment, whether that comment is a compliment or a verbal attack. Emotional intelligence has been around forever. It did not begin with a psychologist naming it a decade or two ago. The prophet Nephi understood it very well. He explained that we were created to act and not to be acted upon. From the very beginning, Adam and Eve were given the priceless gift of agency. 
They were agents who chose to do what they did. And so are we. Consider the implications for attachment relationships. If we develop our emotional intelligence, we will not attack when someone argues with us. We will try to see the world from their perspective instead of ours. We will have empathy. And when the person close to us is frustrated, depressed, or angry, we will find ways to reassure them. We will actively seek ways to help, just like the Chicago flight agent did. Think of the blessings that come from responding to someone out of love. The relationship deepens. Feelings of frustration and anger dissipate. Calm comes. Not because we command the other person to calm down, but because we allow peace to prevail. We let fear and anger go and welcome in the healing influence of the Spirit. Thanks, and I look forward to seeing you next time.